Hello, everybody, and welcome into the Hot Routes and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast, where we will take a deep dive into the NCFFL in all its glory, providing you, the GMs, the fans, hot takes and predictions sure to stir up controversy all along the fantasy football season. My name is Joe Norton, and along for the ride is Jared Campbell. Let's go! Welcome in to the Hot Routes and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast. It is now week seven. We're getting into week seven. seven. And Jared, do you know what that means? Oh, no. What? Bye, Mageddon. Oh, bye, Mageddon. <laughs> it's here. Oh, it's good to have you back. Good mine to have was, you back. Mine was pod. last week. <laughs> bye, 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 bye. So oh, that's glad that, to be here. Glad to be here. So we have entered into Bimageddon. And uh you, yours was last week. Pulled off the victory by the head of your chinny chin chin. I got it. I was a little offended too. I listened to the pod that you and Brad and you were like saying how I was gonna have to make a trade for my quarterback. I was gonna have to upgrade my quarterback. Yeah. Let me a, a little statistical analysis for you right here. Okay. Through through six weeks of play. There has been only one quarterback that has scored at least 22 fantasy points every week. Can you name that quarterback? Matthew Stafford. No. <laughs> uh, I don't even know who your quarterback is. Jalen fucking Hurts. <laughs> is that right? All it cost me was a top five wide receiver. Jamar <laughs> <laughs> Chase. Burn. Can't, ca- can't catch footballs yeah, until burn. the season starts. Yeah, got burn on myself. Burn, and I told, I told, I told Michael that that uh, Jamar was a game time play. He's a game day player, and I was just kind of bullshitting and try to get the trade through. But clearly, Michael knew something I I didn't know. So. Just a, a mega burn. Maybe that's why the producer chose. Uh, we didn't start the fire by uh, yeah. by Bill yeah. y'all. Maybe yeah. I don't know. So well, yeah, we'll maybe we'll, we'll we'll analyze that a little bit later. Yeah. But uh, we yeah, had just, uh, we had a we had a fill in for you last week. We missed you. So Bradley, you know, GM Brad Pizel jumped in jumped on board, and uh, hopefully the rest of the GMs enjoyed that podcast. Didn't get up much banter. Um, so really, not even sure. It sounds like you might have been the only person to listen to it because <laughs> there, <laughs> there wasn't much talk about it. I think um, I, I saw I saw uh, so I woke up. Um, so we it was Tate's fifth birthday, and we just with him going to being in kindergarten next year, we decided to take him and do something with them uh, different. Just we went up to the mountains, up to Banner Elk, and we did that little alpine coaster ride up there. Yeah, with yeah it was yeah. cool. It was fun. Nice. But I woke up when we woke up Saturday morning, and we were kind of doing our thing then. Um, I was seeing off the text, and I was like, I got to try to figure out how to listen to the pod to see who the guest is. I want to be surprised. I don't want to just text you. I, I want to be surprised. Were um, you? Oh yeah, I was surprised. Okay. And then, um, but I could figure out like Chaz obviously listened to it with the uh, the comment of uh, Chaz uh, snorting blow off Hooker's <laughs> chest or whatever like that. And you know, of course, Chaz has to step in to correct where he's actually was snorting the 
snorting, allegedly snorting stuff. Allegedly, so, it's allegedly. always allegedly. But yeah. uh, what else did you guys do? Is that why? Is that, that the main purpose? Why you that was the, uh, had yeah. to take take a week off there? Yeah, that was the main thing. So his birthday was actually that Thursday, and so Thursday we left and we took him and Marlo and left Cohen behind. We went up there and spent the night there. Went to the coaster. Kids loved it. If uh, if you guys are if anybody with the kids are looking for something to do, that's it was pretty awesome. Little fun little shindig that we did. It don't doesn't take long either. Um, wow. Then, so yeah. Go and ahead. then and then Friday we woke up and we kind of did a little a couple of other things with them. And on the way back we hit up a, a like a pumpkin patch. Um, nice. Now outside of Hickory, on the way back to Charlotte, which was cool. Tate's really big into mazes right now. Like corn so, mazes or any what, mazes? Like ma- like mainly like coloring book mazes. Like oh, trying to right. figure them out that you. way. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, dude, we got to go to this. They have a they have a hay maze and a corn maze. So the hay maze is like the kids' version, right? Roger. And then the corn maze was actually like a legit, it's a legit corn maze. Mm-hmm. Um, it how'd took us got, a while. How'd you guys fare? It took us a while. <laughs> it took us a while. Luckily, more they show you like the map of like the the trails or like the maze, so kind of like how to go, like right before you walk in. And uh, fortunately, Morgan took a picture of it on her phone. Otherwise, I, we might still be in there. <laughs> um, so here, side shooting from the hip. Oh, a little bonus, little bonus shooting from the tip real quick. Okay. Uh, Just thought of it, spur of the moment. So what GM, so you got to pick one GM (laughs) that you would want to do the maze with and the one GM you would not want to do the maze with. (laughs) Let me set it this way too for you, okay? Because (laughs) this particular day, it was like unseasonably hot last Friday. So it was like oh, 90, it was like 90 degrees when we were out there at two o'clock in the afternoon, no cloud in sight. I forgot tennis shoes, so I couldn't wear shorts. So I'm wearing like not cowboy boots, but like the kind of the hipster style boots with jeans. It was I'm just crushing water bottles. I'm like, Marlo's trying to drink water. I'm like, give me the fucking water. I'm drinking it. You don't need to be spilling it all over the place. So, what GM you going in there with, and which one? Who would be the last one you pick? I think the last one is going to be. For I guess I could pick two. Obviously, I think the easy the easy way out of this one would be to pick like Chaz, right? Because he would just be miserable to be in. Right. He'd get lost. He'd, he'd sit. Like, he'd sit down and be like, "Let me just text somebody that I know that has a helicopter, and they'll fly above us, and they'll find us, and they'll drop a ladder down." Um, so that's the easy way out. So yeah, let's let's drop like, Chaz. Yeah, he'd be like, he'd be just, he's just fucking hot, Joe. Can Gee, we? Just, it's so hot. I mean, why are we doing God, this? Sweating. God, this is why is it? God, it's why? a maze. What? What's kind? Of, what's so fun about a maze? Let's just fucking um, go through the corner. Right just, just walk in. <laughs> yep. So, yep. I, 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 let's remove him. I would go Rusty, and okay. here's why: um, he might, you know, he might get so aggravated that he starts burning heaters and yeah. just burn the entire maze down. Yeah, that's his way out. <laughs> that's his that's way it. out. See, I, I think you- I, I'm gonna surprise you on who I'd keep, though. Okay. Who'd be the one you'd go in with? The one I'd go in with is Michael. Okay. I because Michael's Michael's a guy that once he starts something, he's got to finish it, and he's going to do it. You know, he wants to to 
to yeah. be really good at it, the best at it. The only issue I might have is a couple wrong turns and that blood sugar starts getting low. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta <laughs> go in. We I mean, might have it, a problem, right? But, but he'll be aware Halloween of that. Season. He might have like a Snickers on him or something. <laughs> he'll be aware of that. He'll go in with aware of that. See, I thought maybe I didn't know if like uh, I didn't know if maybe Brad would be the last one just because he wouldn't be able to see over the corn to <laughs> kind of get a gauge an idea of where to go. I leave those jokes up to Pittman. I let Pittman okay, take sure. care of those jokes. I got I, I will say, prior to the pod, I was texting with Brad about something else, and he said to go easy on him today with his lineup this weekend because uh, he's just you know biomageddon and all of his ir and everything like that so yeah i figure i don't know if he wants me to go like that kind of joke because if i can't if i can't if we can't talk about his lineup what else can we talk about with him? i i guess that he's got one more win than rusty i i don't know okay. um so but all in all it was fun but yeah little little corn maze action was I was, yeah, it was, it took us about 30, 35 minutes to get out of there. You want to know one thing that freaks me out about corn, corn mazes? And we do them every year too with the kids. Have you ever seen the movie Signs? Yeah. And that like oh, alien. alien like walks yeah. through the, that. I still I think, for whatever reason, I still think I'm going to see that. Like I'm going to be walking through with the kids. I'm going to see that leg kind of walk through the maze there. I should have gone. Yeah, I should have I YouTubed. I should have YouTubed them um, before, like, YouTube that and showed that to the kids before we went in there. <laughs> or, like, why I got in there and then do it. Yeah, that would have been fun. But, uh, get but yeah. Up. yeah. What are we getting into? Oh, man. So, we got, you know, typical fire here. We got, we're going to start the rapid fire recap. We're going to shoot from the hip a little more. I got a couple things for you. Nothing too crazy. We got our matchups. May have a special guest pop in. We don't know. We've been trying to get the uh, logistical stuff worked out here. So we'll see if that comes in. And if it does, hopefully you all enjoy that. Should be fun. Um, But I say let's get this going. Let's do it. It's time for the weekly Rapid Fire Recap. Alrighty, boys, here we go. Rapid Fire Recap, Week 5 edition. Uh, let's see here. We didn't have, well, at the time right now, we don't have a uh, Did You Beat the Host segment. Maybe that'll change, but uh, let's get things started with... I think we should start with the game that we both got wrong, and that is Pittman and Chaz. Now, this was a interdivisional game. Excuse me. This was not an interdivisional game. No, it was right. They're in the same division. Uh, they? they are not. They're not in the same. So interdivisional game. That's right. That's the correct terminology. I think. Interdivisional. The inter cross uh, division. Cross cross inter. There's inter and intra. I don't know which one. I can never remember which one's which. Let's say cross division. Okay. People get that one. It's kind of like cross dressing. Um, nothing. Pittman doesn't know anything about that. Anyway, so. Uh, Pittman pulls the victory off. No, he doesn't. He no. lost. Chaz and coming through Chaz again. Chaz came through. Storming Norman. For the he Thunderdome. You know why he changed his name, right? Record. I don't. Norman. Because we called him out on the pod. Norman. 
Oh, Norm. The Norm. That's Norm, right. Norman. So he changed his name to Norman Norman. I get pretty drunk at, during these things, and I forget <laughs> a lot of the stuff. So, so Pittman drops a four and two. Chaz rises to four and two with a one forty four victory over Pittman by twenty three points. We both we both chose Pittman on this one. What I did. Yeah, you did. Well, I'm sorry, Brad, Brad did. Yeah. I did not make choices on this. Yeah, um, I would have probably gone Chaz just because I would have looked over there at Pittman and saw Miles Gaskin in the start lineup <laughs> and been like, "Nah, he ain't gonna win." Um, he had great. I mean, Chaz had great matchups. Everybody's just kind of pulled his go-to guys kind of pulled through for him, and he's just scoring. It was impressive this time. He scored 144 points, and I looked down and Chaz's defense. I'm like, "Oh, how many points does defense score this time?" Yeah. Oh, zero. Wow. Nothing. So he's got left a lot of points on the bench too. That's a pretty impressive week from Chaz. So he's as as per the norm. Yes, per, per the norm. norm. Pun he's fully intended. Starting to starting to he's starting to get in uh, postseason shape. But, yeah, uh, I, yeah. I mean, Pittman's horse is basically a uh, a Rod, Aaron Aaron Rodgers, and Derrick Henry. That's his horse, and everyone else, he's kind of just hoping and praying people score. Because yeah, uh, so. it did not look very good between Gaskins and Evans and Claypool and Williams. I mean, shit, Bucker outscored nearly all four of those guys combined. So, I mean, the second uh, best player was on a bye. Uh, brutal. Corderell Patterson. Corderell. The guy's going to score. Well, I think the, the bet is 100 points. Won't score 100 points the rest of the season. I think that's the bet I made with him. We'll see what Something happens. like that. Yeah, we'll see. So, we'll Chaz's, see Chaz's moves on. Chaz's moves nervous. on. Pitton is starting to get nervous again. <laughs> all right let's move on to the michael versus slip matchup michael rises another inter or cross sectional cross divisional matchup michael moves to four and two over his victory of slip who drops to three and three, a 162.97 win over a 142 two weeks in a row jared michael high score he had an over 200 point performance last week this week Next it out against me, 162 points. We we were both on the right side of this one. Um, what do you think? What happened? Or, I mean, what didn't, or what didn't happen for Slip? I mean, I mean, Slip, I mean, 142 for Slip. I know. What do so, you do? I mean, right? What do you do? That's what do you just, do? You just move on. I mean, he just completely outkicked his coverage right there in that, that setup. And well, he just ran into a buzzsaw. So there's nothing he can do on that. I mean, it's just classic slip, just getting annihilated on the other side. And Michael, Michael, you might get in on points. You just keep scoring the points. I just want it one year. I want you to beat the wild card on points. (laughs) Do you think slip just roster baits every week because his team is actually functionable this year? Mm. I mean, he's been scoring some decent points. If I check down on my note, I mean – He's seventh in points right now. Uh, excuse me. Uh, he is eighth in points right now. So yeah, I guess I, I guess I he's not. Compared, just... Yeah, compared to the past couple of seasons, he's yeah. probably feeling pretty good. But um, no, I, I don't think he's roster baiting when he looks down and he's looking at Tim Patrick and broken Josh Jacobs and stuff like that. So nah, I think he's. He's ready for a week to come through to where his guy, where probably the other team just doesn't show up. Yeah. All righty, we'll move it. Let's go on to Kiz uh, versus Johnny. This one seemed kind of close, I guess, and then Monday night kind of 
John just kind of stretched it out there, but Johnny moves to three and three, another cross-sectional beatdown from the Thunderdome this week. Good God. Uh, Brad dropping to two and four, only 113 points. Um, and Brad was really the closest one. Uh, to, he was flirting with the bet that we had with each other last week where I bet that someone would score less than 100 points, and it didn't happen. 113 was the lowest, and that was Brad, unfortunately. But Johnny moves to three and three. Hmm. Yeah, it was just I mean, bad start, but here we are. Yeah, everybody kind of posted the pretty high numbers this past week, which was which was pretty good. But yeah, John just kind of consistent across the board, nothing kind of crazy. And um, Brad just Hunt got hurt. Everybody's just kind of questionable for Collins, Julio, Jones went out. Herbert was, I guess, a no-show this week. So, it's just teams kind of falling apart. So, yeah, two and four. Holding on to Marlon Mack for some sort of trade reasons. We'll see if that happens. Uh Rough, rough. All right, let's go to mine. Let's go to mine. Uh, I move up to three and three. Played Brian drops down to two and four. A 151, 5-4 to a 136. Um, unfortunate for Bry, he's now near the bottom with a two and four record, but pulled this one out pretty convincingly. Although I wasn't feeling too secured on uh, Sunday, Monday night, but you know the horses came through for me. You look, you look really... over, you look, you woke up Sunday and you looked over there and you saw your love child on the other side and yep. Adam Thielen and you're like, Ooh, I don't have a good feeling about this one. No, I didn't. And then, yeah. And then your two wide receivers were like, we got you, bro. We're, we're one, here for you. Your one white wide receiver and your other one is just showed up and you're like, Hey, sorry for being like the number one and number two wide receiver for you this week. We got yeah. you, Joey. We, we'll cover so, it. So uh, yeah, they carry you through and, the um, how it one fifty one forty five, so probably wouldn't have been that close. The uh, CD Lamb getting that touchdown in overtime that'd have been brutal if if Brian would have lost on that one. But yeah, just, that would have been bad. I mean, another decent. I mean, one thirty six can't be mad at that. He just kind of ran in, he ran into a buzzsaw. I guess the proverbial buzzsaw that Rusty alludes to, or I guess people make fun of me about. Uh, I, was it a buzzsaw? I mean, what are we looking at here? Yeah, it wasn't 14 that much. points, I mean, 15 points. I mean, I think anytime you run into a guy who scores over 150, is a buzzsaw. Here's the thing. I mean, I don't know. I mean, what do we, if, if that's a buzzsaw, what do we classify Michael's 200 as? Uh, yeah. Just, <laughs> just digging a hole and burying yourself. Yeah. Up? I mean, is a buzzsaw. We need to clarify this. So, yeah, is what? a buzzsaw when you score over 135 and lose by more than 15? Or is a buzzsaw like a set number of points and it doesn't matter? Because, I mean, 15 points is, you know, that, that's not a lot. That's, you know, a touchdown yeah. by two guys or a big play by, you know, a guy. I'd it, say it's yeah, not maybe, much. I mean, I'm looking like. I think the first thing that has to happen is like the amount of points, right? Yeah. So I think, I mean, I'm trying to kind of looking back. I mean, it's fairly rare that I don't know. Maybe that one, maybe that 155 mark, that 155, 160. 
Because like, do you so, consider John and Brad's matchup a buzzsaw? Like, did no? Because I don't no. think John. No, I don't. I think what's a buzzsaw is like if you were to tell me this week I'm playing Michael and Michael, hey Jerry, Michael's going to score one fifty eight. I'm going to be like, that's going to be hard to overcome because mm-hmm. there's not a lot of score. You, not a lot of people score that much. So I think when at some point I think either over one fifty or one fifty five. I think 150 is the minimum. Anything over 150, maybe go up a little more. That's going to be really hard to beat. Yeah. Each week. I agree. So like, I think, like Slip's got to be thinking, shit, man, 142. Yeah. That, you, you know, runs win. into a buzzsaw. You run into a buzzsaw. Yeah. So, like, if Brad played Michael and Brad's 113 and he ran into a buzzsaw, nah, he can't really say much because Brad couldn't beat anybody else that week. True. So, but yeah. All right, yeah. who else I, we got? Okay, let's go to your matchup. Mm. Not a buzzsaw. Not a buzzsaw. Very tightest matchup of the week. Tightest matchup of one the week. Point, one point was the delta on this one. You necked out Rusty, dropping him to a one and five record. You move up the boards, up the charts, tied for a... Uh, Tied for uh, first place, at least according to record, to a four yep. and two. Squirted it out there, one hundred twenty-four point six zero points there. You yep. you describe this one, man. This was fun to watch. I'll tell you. you me, that. I'll tell. Let me let me tell you these names I rolled out here this week: Marvin Jones, AJ <laughs> Dillon, Ricky Seals Jones. Good God! Mi- is, Nicole, this, is this two thousand seventeen? Nicole Hardman. I'm not going to say Michael Pittman. He's getting a lot of time. He's, he's about to be the number one in Indy. So, I was just like, come on. I just need a little bit of help. And and I still beat him. And his Dak, Jefferson, Dalvin, and Pittsburgh defense, all four of them went into overtime. So, his studs even had more time to rack up points. And he still couldn't beat me because my boy, big balls, Mr. Tyler Bass, comes through on Monday night, and I needed 12. And he, I'll say, I'll get you this 50-yard field goal, Jared. Boom. Split the uprights. We're good. Four yep. and two. Four and two. I will say this, though. I'm beginning – like, I'm the team this year that I resented. The, and the, I'm the type of team that I've resented in the past, like the other teams have. Because <laughs> you're squirting out victories like I'm this? like, I went, it's just – it's all about, like, this. I'm getting – schedule breaks and i'm running into like low scores and i'm getting wins and i'm i'm like my team's not that good but my record doesn't really reflect that and so i'm just like but it's not even that it's like marvin jones marvin jones just had his weekly high score of the of the season yeah ricky seals jones just had his <laughs> weekly high score and so I'm, so I'm playing like guys that are like getting their weekly high score and that would piss me off when i'd go up against somebody and that would happen so i've now become what i've hated but I'm yeah, still, it kind I'm still of, four and two. Yeah, you're still four and two. It kind of, I mean, just kind of sucks for Rusty. I mean, you know, he he puts Noah Fant in there. Which why would you put Noah Fant in over T.J. Hawkinson? And he pulls off the victory. He switches yeah. it up and puts in Melvin Gordon somewhere to replace yeah. a, a running back, yeah. and he and he beats. Yeah, actually, I'm really surprised he didn't play Melvin Gordon. To be honest, I think with he you. had that. I think he at some point he had like Melvin Gordon in there, and he didn't have Miles Sanders, and he kept tinkering and pulling them around and shit like that so yeah. but i'll take it sometimes you need it sometimes it's better to be luckier than good yeah I that's like, true i feel like i've been good in the past and not as lucky but 
And here it. we are, Rusty, old one and five. I think he came out of the gates blazing with a victory. And then I want to say he's on an L5 streak. Let me just double check this here. Yes, an L5 streak. Uh, oof. Panic Not meter? Good. You want to do a quick panic meter on him? On him? Uh, let's see. Let's see. What's the. Uh... He's also spent $42 of his budget. And What's, a lot of it's sitting with uh, Elijah, whatever his name is, and he's not even missile, playing well. Maybe this week. I don't know. Uh, One through five, Rusty's panic meter. Or do you want to do like – One like, through five, Do you want to do like uh, Tweety Birds to Gooses? So like a Tweety Bird, maybe a Robin. Then we'll get into like uh, a Mallard Duck. And then we'll get into <laughs> – uh, I don't know which one's higher. Which I don't. Lower. I'm just kidding. He's 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 more like a Daffy Duck, <laughs> <laughs> right? Now. So I mean, I'd be panicking a little bit because I mean, he's not. He's got the most points scored against, which is one thing. But then he's got the least, the least points point scored. scored. So there's not much you can say when you have the least points scored. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, well let's let's dissect the roster. He's holding on to Michael Thomas for some reason. I don't, I don't know why that. he's burning that roster spot. He's just—I don't know, man. His—his—he was going—it was going to do or die with what Miles Sanders and Clyde Edwards Hilaire did, and they're just both sucking this year. Mm. So I don't. Yeah, I'd be panicking big time. Might be, <laughs> I mean, he is panicking. I'd be panicking. I'd be trying to get off of Dalvin over him. I'd be trying to shop him and just try to shake it up and see what you can do. He's going to have to do something because what he's doing right now isn't working. It ain't working, bro. <laughs> it ain't working, bro. It ain't working, bro. All right, boys. Yeah. That was the uh, week five rapid fire recap. Uh, congratulations to all the winners out there. Sad story for all the losers. Hopefully, you can change it around in week seven. Should we do it, Jared? think we should let's shoot let's shoot from the hip let's go alrighty boys here we go we are in the week seven week six god I don't even know where we're at but we are into the uh shooting from the hip segment here I got two for you Jared I'm gonna I'm gonna go away from shooting from the hip on one of them and do a would you rather Okay. But I do have one shooting from the hip. So do you want to start shooting from the hip or you want the would you rather from, from me first? Let's, let's go with the would you rather. All right. This one I think is interesting. So it, it, hopefully you got the, um, the league app pulled up or the website or something. Shoot on yeah. over to the, the league where it's got everyone ranked out. Do that for me, okay? Yeah. So I got two would you rathers, and they're separated by the Thunderdome vision division and the cupcake division okay. so and i'm eliminating yourself so would you rather have michael's team or Chaz's team the rest of the season in the thunderdome would i rather have michael's team or Chaz's team both four and two so i went with the four and two guys here Obviously eliminating yourself. 
Unless right. you think there's a wild card and you would I, rather take – I'm assuming you don't want Rusty's team. I would not take Rusty's. I would not take my team. <laughs> um, I would rather have – Who? I would rather have Chaz's team. Reason? I would want to have – I would – you ever, like, just want to play, like, GM and would just love to be a GM? Yeah, I, would, I, think, I, would, I think that's why we play fantasy football. I helped Ryan Dunham earlier yesterday. He was trying to trade one of his players, and he was trying to get Javante Williams. And he was like, you think he would take uh, Latavius Murray for Javante? It was like the last place team. And I was like, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of like, I mean, it's whatever. It's kind of, it's like just shuffling the chair deck, right? Yeah. And so he's sending me like the the rosters of each one, the other guy's team and stuff like that. Yeah. Or I was like, I don't think he would take Latavius. Though. I'm assuming you wouldn't take Latavius Murray for Javante Williams, right? <laughs> right? Me? me yeah. No. Yeah. I had, right. had okay. Javante. And I, you know, okay. I kind of hope he does something today. Right. And so I... And so then I'm looking, and he's, then he's like, well, maybe maybe I can do Josh Jacobs. Maybe Josh Jacobs for Javante. I'm like, oh, that might be a little too much. But, again, that's like, okay, that's more like just a preference. You're just, like, annoyed with Jacobs. You just don't like him. You just yeah. want the Carolina guy because he's a Carolina grab. Would you take Josh <laughs> Jacobs for Javante Williams? Uh, it's just kind of a wash, right? It's not really yeah. like I don't you're, think you're there's a benefit get, either way. I yeah, think. you're not going to get excited about it. It's not, no. you know, right? And then I'm looking at the other guy's team, and I'm like, he's got Nick Chubb. The other guy does. I'm like, well, find out how much he doesn't like Nick Chubb being injured and how much he's over like that injury. And so he offered him Josh Jacobs and Latavius Murray for Javante Williams and Nick Chubb. Stop. And the guy accepted it. No, he didn't. <laughs> Is I'm this like, like an uncle? Is this like an old uncle, like a sixty-year-old like, uncle? I was like, and he he take like five minutes later. He was like, "Yeah, he said I got totally it." Totally so like, yeah, I'm like, and who knows? Nick Chubb might be like, it might be one of those lingering things. He might just not be good, but that's like something you kind of go for, right? And so I say that because I would like Chaz's team to see what I could fucking do with the quarterback. <laughs> no shit, right? <laughs> I would love to just try and do everything I could to make my team better around to try and get rid of those quarterbacks. He's got Other, he can legitimately get rid of one more quarterback and have a legit guy on his bench if he ever needed him. And he can make his team I even that much like more a, better. I wouldn't even try to necessarily do a bench. I mean, it was just I would I don't know. It'd be fun to have that. Especially at four, and just being able to try to tinker with stuff and try to see how you can make something better. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm probably like, probably giving him ideas to make my competition better, which kind of sucks. But I do like Michael's team. I think Michael's team is probably the most solid from top to bottom. I mean, um, 360 plus points in two weeks. I know that's hard to argue but I'm, with, that. but I'm also, yeah, it's hard to argue with that, but I'm also just kind of tracking forward. I is mean, it sustainable got, is the, yeah. the, the next question, right? Yeah. I mean, I think it is. I mean, Josh Allen, that dude is so fucking good. Yeah. He's good. And he's good. 
and Najee Harris catches 12 passes a game. So, but yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, it's also impressive that those two guys have the most points scored and they have the least amount of money spent. But I mean, yeah, I mean, here we are. The hammer does it again, right? Every year. Yeah. That would be my, yeah. There he is, just sitting atop the leaderboard. But I'd Uh, figure out, I would have so much fun trying to figure out how to trade those guys. So that's the Thunderdome division. Now, give me a would you rather on the Cupcake division. And I'm going to give you between Pittman, Slip, and myself. Now, for everyone listening out there, currently Pittman is in second place, third in points. Slip is in seventh place, eighth in points scored. And I am in fifth place, fourth in points scored. Um, God, that guy's always banged up. It's not Brooks. That dude's his. He's kind of like me, where the roster is kind of like, oh, look at these names, and you're kind of like, Ugh, I don't know, this seems not that good, and it's just kind of like lingering around a little bit. So, he, oh, like he said, Kenny Galladay. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> the fact that he still picks that guy. Every well, that's the funny part. Shit up. It cracks me up. It's like him picking Emmanuel Sanders. Like I think deep down he wants to trade for Emmanuel Sanders because he. I feel like he's had Emmanuel he's Sanders good. for like five years. But Emmanuel but Sanders he never is does like, good. But he's not on slips team. But he, I mean, nobody does good on slips team. <laughs> not but when he's, he's in been good, on slips team. But it, like Ron, after he said that, he was like, because he lost like a starter this week for Bob McGettin, and. <laughs> And so he's like, all right, I need a flex right now. And he, like, sent me a snapshot of, like, who, like, my thoughts on, like, the, his waiver wire options for it. And he's like, what do you think, Galladay? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, why? Don't. Why? don't. He, he hadn't ran in, like, six months. <laughs> and anytime he does, he tears a hammy. <laughs> Pulls a hammy. That dude doesn't tears want to play. Tears a quad. He doesn't like football. He doesn't want to play I'm surprised football. he didn't opt out this year if he could take COVID. He just because he last year he got he went he didn't play any last year and the Giants fucking Gettleman signed him to like three years and a shit ton of money and the dude still doesn't play. Dude just playing the system, man. Nah, he's like, it's crazy. He had one good season in, in Detroit. He's like, Yeah, but look what I did in Detroit. And they're like, Oh yeah, well you did really good four years ago. We'll give you two million. And I'll be like, Ah, my toe hurts. Turf yeah. toe. Can't can't cut. But can't uh, cut on this turf toe. Yeah, but in, I mean, oh man, I gotta. I mean, I'd probably rather have your roster. See, I, mean, I was looking at this is why I brought this question up. Obviously, I mean, I was curious of your answer on the Thunderdome, but this, I think, you know, the top three toss-up. out of the cup I, mean, pretty... I think it's a straight toss up between well, all let me three look, of this us. This is here. the way I kind of look at it. Let me do it this way. Let me, let me, all right, I might be wrong. I might be wrong. I like to look at it as like, who's your top three best players? I'm gonna say Cooper Cup, C.D. Lamb. I mean, Barkley's a it's a high ankle sprain, right? <laughs> Any other year, you would say him, right? But it's a high ankle sprain, right? Yeah, which I mean, they that's don't gonna heal great. Yeah, that's gonna linger all season. And then outside of that, I mean, our, our boy Metcalf and my boy Lockett have just are getting killed by Russell Wilson going down. 
I mean, if it went Wilson, I'd say that. I mean, it's just and then Waller's just something's going on there. I mean, Cup and Lamb are really, really good. All right, let me look at Pittman real quick. All right, so I got those, and then Pittman's. We got Henry. I mean, DJ Moore's doing well. Evans Brown. I mean, they're kind of Mike Williams is good. I mean, <laughs> you got to fight. I mean. I mean, Cordell Patterson might be a thing this year. I mean, it's fuck Cordell Patterson. He scored 21, 13, 32, 14. I mean, that's just crazy. It is crazy. And I, I think, yeah, I and I, take, like I, I take, said, I he's not, gonna, he's yeah, I not going Pittman. to score 100 points since we met, since I, I talked about yeah. that. I hope not. That, and that was after week, thir- after week four. So he scored 14-9. He's got 85. Point one points to go for the rest of the season. I hope not. I hope he doesn't. But I, I think yeah, that's I, what the bet was. I don't I know if it was a hundred or yeah, hundred and twenty. I, I don't know what it was. I think Pittman's got enough better and kind of like they got like if you go from that top tier to that second tier, I think he's got more dudes in the second tier than you do. All right, so here's the bet. I bet him ten dollars that he will not score a total. Of 174.4 points. Patterson? Patterson. The rest of the season. Rest of the season. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. They, they somehow use him. Let me ask you this. So I was looking at this. This is a pop quiz right here. There's been three running backs this season that have scored at least 8.7 points in every game they've played. Can you name them? 8.7 points per game. No, not yeah. Just they've scored at least that many in each game they've played. Um, each game. Jesus. Um, Henry. Henry's one. Eckler? Nope. Damn. Uh, Najee Harris? Nope. Really? With the catches? Nope. He's had a low one. A Swift? Nope. Cordell Patterson? Nope. Okay. Makes me feel better. Uh, Taylor? Nope. Fuck. Aaron Jones? Nope. Fournette? Nope. Chubb? Nope. Kamara? Nope. Motherfucking Gibson? Nope. All of them have had a bad game at some point, with 8.7 being the threshold. Robinson? Nope. Did say him already? Nope. I, uh, Mixon? Nope. Oh, a flop. Give up. Connor? Nope. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, give up. Pollard? First one. Nope. First one was pretty like Daryl Henderson for the Rams. Fuck you, Daryl Henderson. <laughs> and the third one. <laughs> Daryl Henderson. Stop it. So how about guess who guess who the third one is? Eight points every game. Eight point seven points. In the games. Points. Now Henderson missed one game. He was like inactive one game. But the games he played. He scored at least that many. Uh, okay. The third, 
the third one, Mike fucking Davis. <laughs> for the Falcons? For the Falcons and for my team. And I hate Jesus. Travis. I'm like, I can't play this guy. But you and have I go to. In, and then I go and I look, and every week I'm like, well, shit. He's just he's like the solid one. He's the only one. Like, of those three – there's been three running backs, and Mike fucking Davis is one of them that scored. That he's be- he's between eight and twelve every week. He's so. getting you. He's getting you like sixty yards rushing, four catches for twenty yards. Yeah, it's <laughs> no, but he's it's crazy. Like he's it's yeah, no touchdowns. <laughs> no, he's has scored touchdowns. Guys don't want to hear that though. But all right, so all right, my turn, right? Yeah. All right, we'll try to do this one a quick one. Okay. Um, what what teams do you pull for? Uh, in what like sport. just like all sports? All like sports. In, in life. What teams are you either most passionate about, or like I know the Chicago Bears are one. Yeah, so I'm not a basketball guy. So eliminate okay. every best, and that okay. includes the Chicago Sky. You know, congratulations <laughs> to them. <laughs> congratulations to them. By Good the way. Enough. First Chicago Sky Women's WNBA Championship victory. I hope everybody got to see pictures and videos of the parade that was held. It would have been easy to get a spot. Would have been easy to get a spot. Would have been easy to get a spot. In fact, it was actually really sad that they actually did that for them. Yeah. I felt bad for them. Actually, I didn't. It just shows that you shouldn't be televised. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ! I would. I mean, there was no one there. People were riding by on bicycles. Like, what are you guys doing? Like, not televised. Like the games not televised, or the parade not televised. Both. The games if you are can't fine get people to be televised. At, if you can't get people at a parade for a championship, well, don't do a parade. Nobody's do, nobody's don't, watching. Don't do a parade. Just do like once. Just people let riding to... by on bicycles were like, "Is this like an extra large Uber? What's going yeah, on?" Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Road, what... roads getting shut down. People like, "What is the this fuck? like a Grubhub? What are you guys doing up there?" Yeah. All, right, so Chica- so All right, so Chicago Bears, Bears, Cubs, Cubs, Blackhawks, okay, App State Mountaineers, football, football. Right? football. <laughs> Uh, I follow them on baseball too, but uh, let's see what else. And then, like, I guess it'd be like I root for like individual guys in golf, but that's like, like, do you have a favorite golfer? Uh, I don't have a favorite, I just enjoy watching good golfers. So, I would say, like, I like Brooks Kepka during majors, Rory McIlroy, DJ is a, f- a fan favorite of mine just because of his attitude. Jordan uh-huh. Spieth looks like a normal golf, like weekend golfer, and he hits it all over the place, but somehow manages to score six under. Okay. So that's always cool. Um, let's see what else. I do go to like checkers games locally. Okay. I'd be curious. I like. I'm kind of interested in this this uh, Charlotte soccer club uh-huh. thing. I don't know what it is. Uh huh. Charlotte FC. To be the MLS. To be in the MLS. Really? Okay. Yeah. I'd be. I'd be curious. Now, I used to be a Crystal Palace fan. But oh, it's by the way, it was, Ever, it was Crystal it was, Palace. It was. Uh, yeah. Didn't ever 
Everton play West Ham this weekend? I think I watched that game for a West while. Ham. West Ham, pull it out. One yeah, I watched that game. That, that was a, a slip one. versus Jared game, wasn't it? No, he's a Tottenham. Tottenham, Hotspur. All right, so here's my question, okay? Yeah. Out of all the – and I'm going to add in fantasy. If you're a fan – like you're passionate about your fantasy team. Yeah. Rank the order – of how you would want them, like, winning a championship. Ooh. Like, how passionate would you – like, you want this team to win for – like, you'd be mo- you'd be wiling out the most if they won and then all the way down to the – Including Chicago. my fantasy team. Including your fantasy team. All the way down to the Chicago Sky would be, like, the <laughs> So, who would be right before the Chicago Sky? Right before I'd the assume, Chicago I'd assume the checkers, maybe <laughs> – I do go to and a then, lot of checkers games. And then for the golfers, if you if you're really passionate about the golfers, it's got to be like the like out of all those individuals, the masters. Want, no, 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 not even that. Who do you want to see win the Grand Slam? Okay. Uh, so I. But would you can go, only pick one. I don't want nobody cares about you ranking DJ, Rory, Kepka, all those guys in there. Okay. You can only pick one. Just one guy. So. I think it would be the Bears, number one on top. Uh huh. And the reason it was so, we were so close in 2006, and quite honestly, with Rex Grossman? You well, really expected that with Rex Grossman? I expected it after Devin Hester uh, ran, ran the initial kickoff back. That's you what get, I expected. And uh, what were you drinking? And it, that was, day? it was, oh, it was hammered. <laughs> probably so, probably that, so going line. To you were honest. going so ham when that kickoff came back and then the, oh. they kicked it off and the Colts came out and you realized Peyton Manning was on the other side. Well, I was like, it's oh, raining no. out. They're not going to be able to pass it as much. And so the bears are going to be able to, you know, play great defense. Nope. Didn't work out. I don't even know what the end of the score was. I don't even know if the bears scored a touchdown outside of Hester. I think it was low though. Yeah, but I'm yeah. sure it okay. was. So, so bears... I would say bears. Then I would pick my team, my fantasy team oh, because wow. it was going to be. Yeah. What if the Cubs didn't win not too long ago? Then it would have been the Cubs first, then the Bears. Okay, but because they just won. They won. And quite honestly, they have underperformed over the last four yeah. or five years. And we'll see what the heck goes on. They did what Rusty needs to be looking into. It's complete, <laughs> complete fire sale. It's, it's actually kind of funny to watch those guys just perform so uh, well right. in these playoff, playoff teams. Uh, Schwarber might even make it off to the uh, the World Series. We'll see what happens. Um, so I would go Bears, myself, fantasy team. Then I would go back to I would go back to the Blackhawks. We don't have a lot of hockey fans on this podcast nah, as listeners. Nobody. I tell you what, there's no better, nothing better than watching playoff hockey. That's true. I give um, you that. It is fantastic That's to it. watch. There, there is, yeah, there is. There is something about playoff hockey and, and also kind of – I mean, I hadn't done it this year, but playoff baseball, when it – especially now that the fans are back in, playoff baseball can be big too. Not only that, they actually play baseball during playoff baseball. They don't yeah. play at, They don't play analytics. Yeah. Uh, and that's why I can't stand baseball anymore. It's just the analytics has di- devoured the game, and I can't stand that. Oh, yeah. And then I would go Cubs – and then I would go Crystal Palace. <laughs> <laughs> and then I would go Chicago Sky. 
No golfers in there. Oh, the golfers. So the Grand Slam. You can only pick one. Only pick one to do the Grand Slam. It's going to be Rory. No, he's not an American. DJ. I think I would pick DJ. Yeah. Somebody asked me that question the other day. I would, so yeah. I just, it, would NC, be, it would be between him or Spieth. NC State basketball would be number one for me. Oh, and I then, forgot App State, didn't I? Yeah. Oh, uh, App go State, ahead. yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Where would App State fit? I'd assume before the Checkers and Charlotte FC, probably yeah. what, App State after, after the Cubs again or something, since you've already experienced it all. Yeah, they. But I guess now. I mean, yeah, it's harder now. It's just football, though. Now with App State and even NC State's in that same mix, it's just impossible for them to win any kind of national championship. They they can't do it. I mean, they'll never be able to win it. I mean, NC State off the Chanteliers. NC State won't be able to. I know it's sad. It really Uh, is. I mean, it's just whatever. So, um, my my first one would have been NC State basketball, and. You know that was my, 1982, wasn't it? 83. Was the 83. Last one. And they, NC State hadn't won anything since then, like in any sport since then. So that's why we were, That's why I was trying to go out to Omaha when they were about to make, make that best of three series. Um, See, that's like kind of like the Bears. Like the Bears didn't win anything till 85. Yeah, so, so we're, we're like the same boat right there. So if shit happens, that's why like NC State football this year, like if they make the – I mean, but State hadn't won like an ACC championship in like 30 years, like in any sport. Wow. Uh, well, women – Well, they came close to baseball. How pissed are you about that? We never even got into that, by the I, way. I was pissed. We need I to mean, talk I, about that. They got hosed. We had flights booked. I think that was a co- I was going, conspiracy theory. I was to be going. Honest. Brooks was going. Brian was going. I didn't really want Brian to go because I didn't want like a Carolina fan there. I just wanted to like just just kind of like just chill in it. But Mississippi State, who I think that's who we would have played, they looked like they were like essentially like the NC State version of the SEC. They can't win anything, but their fans are like very passionate about it. But yeah, I know these guys don't really care to hear about that, but. Do you know who my number two would be that I most like would want to win? And I find myself the way I kind of define this is like how emotional I get in watching games or whatever. Oh, that could be tough though, because I because I know you're a big Panthers fan. I also know you're a big soccer fan, so I'd almost say. But you've never – see, here's the thing. Like, you've never been to a – I forget your team name, whatever. West Soccer Ham? team. West Ham game. So, yeah, I can't yeah. – I can't say – oh, you have? Yeah, West Ham. Yeah, I've been. I didn't know that. But Played. you've been to more Panthers. I would have to say Panthers. Nope. Tate's T-ball team? <laughs> we, we are dominating this fall. Um U.S. men's soccer. Oh, my God. I I think I could get behind that, too. The problem is is they they don't have the balls to finish anything out or even get there, first of all. Yeah. But, oh, well. All right. What's your your other question? Like, you want to make a side bet real fast? Can we make a $5 side bet? Sure. So I don't know when the next women's cup, World Cup is. Women's, or the next, women's, I gotta, I gotta or the next women's. Men's. I don't. I, here, here's I'm my bet. I'm not betting anything on women. Hold on. I just here's my point. 
I don't know when the next Women's World Cup is. I don't know when the next Men's World Cup is. I just know when it's here, I watch it. Right. Do you want to make a bet that the women, whenever it is, they'll finish at a higher position than the men's? No, because that's a dumb bet. They are. But that's so my they're... point. Like, there's no reason for the men to suck this bad. There's right, this no reason. Completely, completely. I'll talk about this with you off the – off there's the no so these guys these guys don't want to listen right. there's there's a lot of reasons why there's really why. not america's the greatest country in the world we expect greatness and our men's soccer team has given us like can we it's even not, beat saudi arabia i mean not, they're brutal. yeah we can yeah we can it's not the compare is comparing apples and oranges can we it's beat not, mexico yeah, I mean, yes we can it's barely not can we beat chile uh that would be tough see um chile but Fucking you're not chill. comparing. But you're comparing like it, it's 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 like oh, I don't even know kind of how to describe it. Is it like Rusty trying to beat Mike this year? <laughs> no, it, it's <laughs> it's it's like what's the what's a good um oh shit. What's a good reference college football wise? Um, like App State trying to beat Alabama? No, it's not. It's not that. It's think SEC football and in and the U.S. men's team in the SEC is like. Uh, Here's the thing. I'm gonna call shenanigans on any of this because we just had the Olympics and no, listen, the listen, U.S. Listen, just different. rolled the world. That's so different. I don't want to hear it's about different. That. that. But even then, that's different too. We have the, the best West, athletes in the world that play basketball. No, they play yes, everything. Our best, our best athletes play basketball because basketball is a poor man's game, and in the U.S. and it's easier and free to play. So they go and you see pickup basketball in the cities of New York and Chicago and everything. To like my that. You, knowledge, you don't listen. You don't go. You only don't cost fourteen dollars, and that's no, the about the cost of a football of a soccer ball. No, it doesn't. Not not in the U.S. The U.S. they use soccer as a money making to where it's a rich person's game, and in the countries that are really good at it. It's a poor person's game. It is First basketball. It is basketball in Brazil to where you don't see basketball courts all over the place. I'm, in still, calling, I'm still calling shit on this because when even during the Great American Classic or whatever they call the World Baseball Classic, America competes, the USA competes, and you think, the, you think baseball is a rich man's sport? Of course it is. But you still got kids from the Dominican Republic playing baseball with a but that's freaking. Not, but that's not a world. Uh, it's not a world's game. That's like a, a like an American. Uh, it's a like, world game. No, it's like an they American. They do a from, world classic. I get that. And who does it involve? It involves like North American and South and Central American teams, and like Japan and like Asian teams. China, it, Asian, and North and Central American. Soccer is like around the world. Okay, my the way that you got to look at the U.S. and like the men's and the women's is completely different. The men's is like is like South Carolina or Kentucky football in the SEC. 
you know they're not going to win. They might be able to pick some teams off. They might compete every now and then. They might have some years here and there, right? U.S. women's team is like it's, – it's like the old Big East when Miami was in it, and they were Miami. There's got to be a reason for this. You're saying that all these title, global teams title, title nine. don't have women title nine. that play? Title nine. A majority of the countries that all the men are really good at, they don't put money into the women's because of Title IX in the U.S. is putting money into all these women's sports and the girls who are playing and everything like that. So they're developing a lot better than a majority of the other countries who don't give a shit about women. And so that's why the U.S. women are a lot better because... Let's let's agree to disagree. And the men just pull up their panties... And so, start winning some soccer games. We're in the middle that's of World what, Cup qualifying. Just that's what I watch. That's I. I do watch. I, I want right. them to win too. What's your next question? The, the GMs are gonna. They're gonna so fast forward <laughs> through that segment. Well, just Chaswell. But um, all right, here we are. We're gonna play a little board game, Jared. We're gonna <laughs> shoot from the hip and play a little board game. All right, this is a game that everybody's played in the past. It's called Monopoly. Okay. okay, and as everybody knows, in Monopoly we have a uh, you know streets that we you know more str- some certain streets that we want to really purchase so we can tax the shit out of people when they when they fall into those pieces, and we have other streets like Baltic Avenue and Mediterranean, right. which are worth like forty and sixty dollars. So, question to you, and if you need me to go through the the board, I will. Who is Park Place and Boardwalk? Okay, I got next, you. Next would be Pennsylvania Avenue, North Carolina, Pacific Avenue, yeah, the, the Green Greens. Street. Yeah. Then we got the Yellow Street, my personal favorite. Marvin, Marvin Gardens. Gardens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Ventnor Avenue and Atlantic Avenue. Then we got the Reds, uh-huh. Illinois, personal fave. Uh, Indiana Avenue and Kentucky Avenue. Right. And then we got the Orange, St. Charles, St. Charles, St. James Place. St. James. Ah. Tennessee Avenue in New York. Then we have a the the Purplish, which is Virginia Avenue, States Avenue, and St. Charles Place. That's the one you were looking for. The light blue Connecticut Avenue, Vermont uh-huh. Avenue, Oriental Avenue. And finally, the Baltic and Mediterranean brown streets. And I don't think that's 10, but we do have the railroads, which, okay. you know. So I got to put a GM at each one. Put a GM at each each okay. streets or well, color. All right. It's pretty easy. Uh, be, so I'm going to say, I mean – Rusty has to be the Baltic and the Mediterranean. Has to be, right? I don't even know if it would be that. His might just be the go Can straight to jail. We just send him to jail. <laughs> just go straight to jail. So, he, yeah, we'll put him in the Baltic and the Mediterranean. Do not pass yeah, just, go. Do, do not, not collect $100. You cannot get out until you fire sell and then get out. Uh, yeah, Rusty would be there. Um, the Park Place and Boardwalk. I'm going to say Michael. I think he's got the better roster. I know I mentioned I'd rather have Chad's roster just more for – I think it would be more fun to kind of tinker with. Mm-hmm. But I'll say Michael will be there. Um, I'll say 
Chaz will be the green there at the North Carolina. Okay. Be right there. I mean, I just, you can't. I mean, I always said at the beginning, it was not going to be about his quarterbacks that he drafted. All that whole track, it was all going to come around his, like, slim margin of error with the guys that around it. Monte Smith's been solid. James Robinson's finally come on. Damian Harrison's been good. All those guys have been performing for him. So, I think he's there. Um, the light blues, they're the Oriental. They're on their yeah. first row. I mean, that's got to be Brad. Ouch. I mean, his team is just falling apart. I mean, he's got so many guys. I, mean, I was surprised. I just Honestly, I was surprised you didn't put him at Baltimore. I might. Avenue. I probably should have, just because I. That's going to be hard to overcome. I mean, it's hard. Like when you're already, like it's okay to overcome those if you're sitting at four wins and maybe you're already kind of ahead a little bit. But when you're behind, he needs to start selling some people too, because. These guys aren't going to be good holding on to if you're no point in making. You're not going to make the playoffs when those guys when you need them most. Do you think he confided in the slip and be like, "Hey, man, what did you do wrong when you lost all your guys last year so that I can figure out he what just, to do right?" Yeah, he just quit. So, <laughs> but so I yeah, Rusty yeah, Rusty and Brad are right there on that first row. Um, I'm gonna put. Uh, what's the yellow Marvin Garden? So yellow would be like basically right, right behind Chaz. Yeah, yeah, I know where it is on the bar. Where, where the, it's Marvin Gardens. Marvin Gardens, uh, Ventnor Avenue and Atlantic Avenue. I don't know what Ventnor Avenue is. Never heard of Ventnor. Ventnor. Not Vermont. No, because Vermont is light blue. Uh, v e n t. N-O-R, Ventnor Avenue. Never heard of it. It's probably in Martha's Vineyard. Chaz probably knows where it is. Oh, yeah, maybe. Um, Let's see. I'm trying to pull it up now. Um, Yeah. Yeah, Ventnor. Um, Let's say I'm going to put... I don't know now. Um, I'm going to put Brooks at the pink. The Virginia. The purples. The, the, the okay. pink, purple ones. Yeah. This guy's, I don't know what to make of his. His might not be that good. His is just kind of turning the corner. Um, I'm going to be the railroads. Oh, okay. Because I'm the wild card. I don't think my team's good. You get excited when you get all the railroads, and you look at the number, and you're like, "Wait, this this is kind of crap." It's only yeah. it's like only good if you yeah. have all four. Like yeah, if you have kinda, two, yeah. it's like, well, yeah. okay. I got yeah, my I got fifty bucks coming my way. Got, you get all four, and all of a sudden it's two hundred bones every time. Yeah, I got Calvin Ridley, Austin Eckler, Alvin Kamara, and Jalen Hurts. If all four of those guys hit, I win. If not, probably not going to win. That's fair. So I'm going you know, to put that, me there. Um, I'll put, yeah, Pittman yellow, John or you red, Brian orange. Does that leave John? 
Yeah, you're missing John. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Currently, uh, Johnny's at a three and three. He's six in points. Okay, I'm gonna put just behind uh, Brian in points, but a better record. I'm gonna put John at uh. John is John is always just gonna be landing. He's gonna be moving around the board and landing on chance. And free community free car, parking, free parking, just lucky. You up. collect this, yeah, just all that luxury yeah. so John, tax. Yeah. He gets John's gonna, yeah, John. John's gonna get all that stuff. That sounds yeah. about right. Yeah, <laughs> that's where I am. That sounds about right. All right. Speaking of which, here's my here's my name. Here's my question for you. Right. I got I got you know. Did you did you guys in uh, high school? Did y'all have like the senior yearbook with superlatives? Senior superlative. Yeah, but see, I was a baseball football player, so when you start saying words like superlative, I don't know what that means. That's like uh, most athletic, and it was like this. Oh, I, I know what it most. is, but uh, I, but I never paid okay. attention. So it was like most athletic and most likely to friendliest, funniest, class clown type yeah. deal. Okay, so I got four for you. Okay, okay, I want you to tell me which GM it is. The first is the non, <laughs> the non WWE. So this is like from a wrestling standpoint, where all they do is talk shit. The non WWE is the worst smack talker. Okay. You want can me only, to answer it right yeah, now? Yeah, can only pick one. Uh, it's it's pretty only one. Only one. Like Smack Talker on group chat or Smack Talker on league chat? Both. Individual, like one-on-one, group chat, league chat, whatever. Rusty is the worst. Yeah. <laughs> it can be Close. so confusing, right? Close. <laughs> Close second is, I would say, either Chaz or Michael. Yeah, and actually, I'd put Brian in there too. Brian doesn't do a good job of that at all. So Slip so, doesn't either. I don't know what the we got like five guys that do shit jobs. So we're just like that. We should just rename our league to the non WWE. Right? <laughs> that should yeah. be you know, so next year. Whoever next wins year. next yeah, year next can year. name so one of the non WWE, <laughs> and we'll put yeah. Michael, Rusty, Slip. Yeah. Uh, who else? Brian, Brian and Chaz. And Chaz, well, Chaz kind of talks. He doesn't really talk shit. You got to get him going, though. Yeah, I'm the one. That, yeah, I try to fire him. People, up, you so. gotta, you gotta kind of like nick at his yeah. toes a but little bit. Yeah, he'll he'll bite, and that. then he'll bite. Okay. All right. All right. The horseshoe GM most likely to catch the brakes. <laughs> it's not even. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't even have to say that. I think. I think you laughing right there and me saying I don't even have to say the name. I think all the GMs <laughs> well, should, know who that's going to be. We shouldn't say it. Just don't even say it. Wait. Can I mean, we the, I mean the, dude, the dude made a trade, and like 33 hours later, the wide receiver he trades pulls a hammy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it on three. Ready? Three, two, one. John. John. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. All right, so there's not even anybody close, right? No, nobody. No, it's not even remotely close. Okay. All right. Um, 
Who's I didn't come up with a clever like ironically I didn't come up with like a clever uh, name for this award. But who's the worst at coming up with? No, I'll I'll save that one. This one might be a bit of a stretch, and this one might be more of a uh, more individualized. Tech, but I call this the New Belgium Voodoo Ranger. Oh, that's a good one. Okay, that's a good beer. So let me see yeah. how I can explain this one. So Voodoo Halloween type. Yeah. Who's the one? Who's the GM that tries to like voodoo their way for their team? Like they actually think they can kind of con- manipulate outcomes for their team like through trades and like pick like guessing trying to guess right more like psychology (laughs) psychology or or you could say like yeah guessing right we know who's not good at that who'd be the non-alcoholic version of that yeah um i think you try to do that oh i'm really bad at it yeah i'm bad at it i'm one i've gotten yeah, I, I think you're like, yeah, you talk yourself like, well, granted, this past week it worked out for you, but shit could have really hit the fan for you and you could have scored like 80 points and no one would have better than I had. Everyone would have looked at your team like, well, yeah, look what he look who he started. He put in like Seals Jones, who hasn't, you know, all the and. But I think you talk yourself into some of these picks are like. There's no reason why this tight end who hasn't played in four years can't score 10 points right now. He's due. He's got to be due. <laughs> and that's what won it for me. Playing, no. Me picking up. And there's nothing – there's not a better feeling in the world than when you win <laughs> in fantasy because of, like, the 50-50 toss-ups that you're trying to decide between and you guess right on those, and that's the reason why you win. And that's, that's right. what happened with me. And yeah. so I was like riding a high for like two or three extra days because I felt like I was the reason why I won this past week. Picking up Ricky Seals Jones and Ricky playing Seals. him over Higby, and that's the reason why I won. That's awesome. You I mean, want to know on. the the more dynamite aspect of that? Here's the yeah. more dynamite. Your history with um, tight ends, yeah. <laughs> tight yeah. ends not producing for you, yeah. and then you pick Ricky Seal Jones. <laughs> Yeah, on I'll a, say that on a potent offense, by the way, to yeah. to just score points for you. Yeah. So outside of you, I would say next in line would be Pittman. Yeah, he yeah he always kind of say yeah yeah he's like that too. I see it. Um, my last and the other question, like the one way you were spinning that was like who's the worst guesser between? I mean, who are we gonna say this on the same? Same uh, count of three. I I don't know if I'm on online with you. All right, let's see. Ready? Let's hold find on, out. Hold on, hold on. Let me think. Let me think. Right, worst, so who's worst who's the guesser? Worst, worst who guesser, guesses like, right? Guesses right between which players to play. Who guesses wrong? Yeah, who's the worst at picking the right player? On the count of three. You ready? Yeah. Three, two, one. Rusty's. Oh, okay. So this season is probably rusty. Yeah. But historically, I might say, Brooks, His, historically, but... yes. Yeah. So, the only right. reason well, I, I said got... rusty because he could he had some options last week and. Well, the uh, the all right. My last superlative is 
Who is which? You know, I don't have a uh, ironically. I don't have a creative name for this. Who's the worst at coming up with uh, clever or funny or whatever team name? The worst. Yeah. We got a tie. I mean, lately this season and maybe last season too, we've been as a squad, as a league, we've been really good at like just complete, like all it, like each week changing names again and stuff like that. Who's the worst at coming up with like those? Uh, Rusty and Mike. Yeah. And then Slip and Brian. Like Brian's got a legit name. He just won't change it. He just won't change it. But on the other hand, it's pretty legit. Now the yeah. problem is it kind of gets old, and you know you kind of run into you know you're two and four, and is this a really good name? And maybe you know maybe change it uh, up for some nice juju coming. Same well, thing with it. Slip. Like that's he a great did. name, Call of Duty. Fantastic Ham- name. Like when he played when he for you four when, weeks <laughs> when he posted <laughs> when he posted that up on the on the on the. Uh, the draft board. I was like, "That's a phenomenal name, right there." I'm like, "Do you That's remember epic. his? Do you remember his team name last year?" No, Romper. No, I, I have no idea. Uri Day Isagala Day. Oh Jesus, I'm not surprised. I should have known that. Do you know who he never started last year? Galladay. <laughs> Galladay. So he's just like, so he's jinxing his players. So now we've we figured it out. Whatever right, so- his. Whenever he comes up with a team name at draft weekend, <laughs> if whatever whatever player it correlates with, that player is going to get hurt, <laughs> oh. or just and opt then, out. Yeah, and then he's just lazy to like Brooks is just lazy to like change. He don't want to change his team name from Call of Duty. It's a cool name name, but that's because Judy, he knows it's, he knows it's so good. He's like. Man, this is a really good yeah. name. I can't change it because it's so good. On the other hand, my guy hasn't played in four weeks. No. Yeah, I would say let's let's give that one up to Slip and then Brian because they do the same thing. Rusty has shown a history of just being brutal at names. Yeah. Michael will change the name if you get under his skin a little bit. Then he'll start firing back. But you really have to, like, you, you got to nag at him a little while. Yeah. And then Michael yeah. still changes the name. Yeah. Yeah. Same with Chaz. Michael and yeah. Chaz are on the same boy. Like, you kind of poke at him a little bit with a little hot, hot, uh, I don't know, a hot poker, fire poker, and then they start doing stuff. Yeah. So, speaking of team names, let's, ro- let's roll into this next segment. Good evening, GMs. Just want to take a moment out of this podcast to let all the GMs know that this is the moment in the podcast where we would typically discuss did you beat the host? And unfortunately, the GM of Thieling Gay, Mr. Brian Phillips, was unable to make this segment occur due to some unforeseen circumstances where he is out fishing with clients and having himself a good old time, probably drinking um, many different sorts of bourbon ryes or rye bourbons, whatever you want to call it. Also, secondly, just want to say this. We also had something else scheduled with the commissioner, uh, Mr. John Verdenick. We're going to get into the Did You Beat the Host podcast segment as well as potentially ask him a few other 
questions, and he ghosted us. He just flat out ghosted the Hot Routes and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast. Uh, myself and Jared just said he was going to be available. We called him. We texted him numerous times, and I think he got cold feet. Just straight up ghosted, ghosted the hosts. Um, so we just wanted to take this time and apologize to this week's uh, production as it really didn't live up to par, um, but it wasn't our fault. It never is, and we won't take fault for it. Um, if you want someone to blame, you can blame Brian and you can blame the commissioner, but hope you enjoy the rest of the podcast. Take care. Seven matchups. Here we go. Okay, boys, here we go. Week seven matchups. It's another week and another time for GMs out there to capture a victory. Before we get started, though, we got to talk about what happened in week six. Jared, you had a uh, GM by the name of Brad pick pick your teams. Uh, pick your choices for you, and unfortunately, oh no, yeah, did not do did not fare very well for you. So, uh, in week six, uh, Brad Brad went one and four for you. Mm. So that was that was pretty rough. Brought your season record to a thirteen and seventeen. I, however, went three and two on the week, moved myself up to an eighteen and twelve. Four games above 100, I feel – six games above 100, I feel good about that. Divisionally, cupcakes for Thunderdome. Thunderdome just put it on the cupcakes and went – cupcakes went 0-3, wins from Michael, Chaz, and John, and have flip-flopped that record. So currently the cupcake division is 5-7, and seven. Thunderdome 7-5. and this week, however, we do have three divisional cross divisional matchups, and that is between myself and Chaz, Slip and John, and Brian and Rusty. Let's get things started here. Real quick, with... real quick, real quick. Okay. You don't just the FYI, you don't have to say what the record is of the Thunderdome and the cupcake. It's all, they're always going to be the inverse of each I other. I know, but there's some individuals. <laughs> just say who, that, just say who's leading. Know. Just say, oh, I know. now all oh, Thunderdome took the lead, seven to five, and then oh, okay. next week, oh, okay. oh, cupcake, cupcakes now up one. Thunderdome, Thunder, it doesn't matter. You're about about week 12, 13 is going to roll around, and you're like, God, Thunderdome's up by twenty two. So take the notes. <laughs> all right, yeah, let's get to these weekly matchups. What and we let's love. let's go with my let's go with my game here. We got. Um, Joe versus Chaz, three and three versus a four and two matchup. I got I got some guys going this week. Uh, actually, tonight not faring very well. Um, I just noticed that Denver scored a touchdown. I'm not sure, so that kind of kind of creeped that into hurts. the old Cleveland defense there, who that was hurts. giving me at least 20 points at the at the point, and now they're down to 10. So. Um, it started off pretty evenly matched here. Unfortunately, now with um, with Javante Williams not really doing too much this this game, and I don't think he will. Uh, who do you got in this one? Oh man, this is your yeah. You got Moss out, Lamb out, 
Man, he's got a lot of buys too. Bymageddon, man. Bymageddon. I think I got. I mean, Cup's got a great matchup, which Stafford does too. And then I look at the rest of your roster. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I mean, you and me both might be dependent on Darnell Mooney and Allen Robinson with Justin Fields's 15 attempts a game. Yeah, I got to go with Chaz with this one. I think. Mahomes is going to light it up again. Hopkins' revenge game at home. They're going to feed him the rock. Adams is going to go off. Yeah, Chaz is going to – I'm sorry, man. Chaz is going to win. I don't think Mahomes goes off. I do. I, I don't see it. Um, I know Tennessee is coming off a great victory. Um, actually, did they win? They won. Yeah. thought they did. It was a tough game, though. Um they're coming off of that victory with high expectations going in going into this matchup. And Mahomes hasn't been Mahomes throughout the year. I think he does well. I just don't think he scores like, you know, 30, 36 points or whatever it is. And I do have a good matchup with Stafford and Cup. Stafford's obviously going against his old team, Detroit. I, I don't like what I'm seeing here from Javante Williams. I was really hoping – if, About time to trade him. Let me know when you're ready. If he – I was really hoping that he would score to eliminate Cleveland's points from defense. Right. That's kind of what I was hoping for, and that, that didn't happen. So, I, I'm going to I'm gonna take Chaz as well. I just – I don't know, man. I mean, my team is kind of schizo. Like, they can have – I can have two guys score 30 points or 26 points. But then I can have guys score like six points. And so I just – I don't feel confident this week. I don't know what it is. Um, Better run into the hammer. And That's who the fuck is. is T. Tremble? Tommy Fucking Tremble. You know, you know, it's been it's – been, I, th- I don't know if Chaz is play- – well, outside the Panthers defense. Can we make a bet on I don't Tommy Tremble? I don't know if he's actually played uh, Panthers outside of the defense this All year. Right. Are you willing to make a bet here? Let's let's do a a small, small a three dollar bet, straight up. I'll bet you Tommy Tremble scores scores more points than Darren Waller. No, you want to take it? I'll take it. Yes, I'll take it. All right, Darren Waller will outscore Tommy Tremble. Three dollars. Three dollars. Tommy fucking Tremble is about to score 13 points nah. to Waller 6. I mean, I'd be good with it. Panthers, I'd be good for the Panthers. All right, I think, uh, yeah, Chaz ends up winning this one. Let's move on. We both picked Chaz on that one. We're going to go over to another cross-divisional matchup, and that is going to be two 3-3 three, and three teams, Slip versus John, currently... They have some people going. <laughs> Tim Patrick. Zero point zero point zero. Uh he zero. uh slips got Dan Patrick going and Johnny has uh De- Ernest Johnson's fresh off of the waiver capture at thirteen point three. So very wisely spent money there, and there he goes off for a little bit more. Yeah. Uh so here we go. Hey, John, know, hey, the Joe, magic quick, man. Joe, Johnny. Joe, Joe, real quick. If I just gave you fifty dollars cash, what would you want? What would be your ideal way to spend that? 
in waiver or just regular life? Just either or. Uh, I'd probably buy a bottle of scotch. Oh, okay. Because John, if I gave that $50 bill to John, <laughs> he turned around and bought Dearness Johnson and Rashad Penny with it. <laughs> so, I would. I was thinking that you were going on the lines of if, if you were John, you would just go buy a scratch off or a lottery ticket uh, true. and turn that $50 true. into $50 million. Going well for John, though. So it sure is. So who do you got in this matchup? I think we're both on the same page. Yeah, John's gonna. Yeah, I'm looking over here at Tim Patrick with a zero. Yeah, JD McKissick. Yeah, John. Yeah, John's gonna win this one. I mean, I want Carr to do well. I want him to throw it to Waller. Um, I. <laughs> Like, nothing really jumps out at me on Slip's team outside of Aaron Jones. I mean, are you looking at the same thing that I'm looking at? But, see, even Jones is like – I mean, I got A.J. Dillon. And so, Jones is – I mean, Dillon's starting – they're giving him the ball. Yeah, man. but Dillon's but see, not, here's the thing. He's not creeping in your starting lineup. He did last week when I won. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you like them apples, Russell. <laughs> um, I mean, Mixon's been good. When Mixon, Mixon's healthy, so they're just going to feed him the ball all the time. Jacobs has a really good matchup, so Jacobs could do well. Um, Debo's a good receiver. I mean, Debo's like a top ten receiver this year so far. So Are you surprised that he didn't start Beckham, even uh, given the quarterback I issues? Yeah, I wouldn't be able to trust Beckham. I just wouldn't be able to. So, but John's going to, I don't see how yeah. John doesn't win this one. I'd be super surprised if John doesn't win this game. Yeah. All right, moving on. We got Michael versus Jared. A matchup of the four and four record, or four and two record. Excuse me. Getting ahead of myself here. So here we are Young and Swift versus Mr. Big Balls Bass, who, interestingly no enough, <laughs> is not on your team. He's on a buy, man. He's I on a buy. I can't. I about rostered two kickers just because of what he did for me. Yeah. I just However, that it. would go against your philosophy. Yeah, I just couldn't do it. Um, but here you are. You don't have anyone going. You do have kicker empty. And Michael, however, has McManus and Cortland Sutton shooting himself off for eight points total. Not what Michael wanted to see to start the week so off. So far, you never know. Cortland yeah. Sutton might score. He might. Uh, you want me to go first? Sure. I will. Um, Look at that Mike Davis. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Mike. And Jalen Hurts. Um, Jalen Hurts is good. I don't understand why everybody's No, like, he's good. You're getting the running fantasy. Stuff. He's awful at real football. Yeah. He's good, he's at, good fantasy at fantasy football. Fantasy. Awful at real football. I, I think a lot's going to really depend upon if Kamara is going to show up or not. Yeah, he's obviously I mean, been out for a few weeks. Uh, does, he does, only... he, does he come back to form, or does he kind of ease into his fantasy uh, scoring points? Um, does he come back to form? Like he's, to he Alvin 19, Kamara. He scored 19, 12, and 26 last, the last time he played. Yeah, he was on a bye weeks ago. Week. Okay. Yeah, he's obviously good. Here's the thing: um, I, lo- I love, like, I love Calvin Ridley's matchup, and then I look over and, and Michael's got Matt Ryan going. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, that, that one just hurts. Kinda, that just, it's just, it's just, 
It's not, you know, like it's not like I'm, I'm fine if he scores, like throws it to Matt Ryan because Matt Ryan's going to get more. I mean, Calvin Ridley's going to get more points that way, but it's just less enjoyable that way. Do you know what I honestly think this one comes down to, and it's totally just a whim? I think defense. It comes, defense. I was going <laughs> to say that. I think it's going to come down to defense. I don't know the, why. I just the think Colts defense. I tried to make a trade with Brad earlier in the week and try to give him some help. From with his, uh, with his uh, by Mageddon with all of his issues. He just and wasn't nimble. And it's tied in. I tried to give him Ricky Sills Jones or Tyler Higby. I gave him the option of either one of them for uh, Tampa Bay. Holy cow. Did you just see what happened? I did, yeah. A little touchdown, a little fumble rooski. Is that touchdown. Hooper? Hooper? Everyone get on the waiver wire for Hooper. <laughs> oh, um, my God. They can't. He can't fumble it forward. forward though. They can't advance right. it. So yeah. here comes Dearness Johnson for John, <laughs> John on the one yard line. On the wall. Oh, classic, classic, <laughs> classic. John. Uh, I can't Just remember. Go about. to the lottery right there. Yeah, I can't remember what I was talking about. Uh, we were talking about defenses and and Brad. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean, I offered Brad. I said, like, hey, you can have Tyler Higby, or you can have. Ricky Sills Jones for the Bucks defense. He wasn't biting, huh? He said no. He said he needed the points from the Bucks defense. I'm like, all right, that's a gamble, but whatever. Okay. Good. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go I think it I'm gonna play your game. I did it last week and I think I won. Um I actually did. I think I played that game with you last or with, with Brad last week. And I said, if McCaffrey plays, Brad, you will win. If he doesn't, then Johnny won. He didn't play, so Johnny won. I'm going to do the same thing here. I'm going to say whoever scores more points on defense is going to be the winner of this game. Okay. So if New England scores more, Mike wins. If Indy scores more, then you will win. That's, that's how I'm playing that. Oh, man, I guessed right last week, and I feel like I'm going to guess wrong this week. I don't know between uh, – I can make a case for Higby, and I can make a case for Ricky Sills-Jones at tight end. I can make a case for Allen Robinson. I can make a case for Nicole Hardman. My, how the mighty have fallen with Allen Robinson. Oh, God. Or Corey Davis. I don't even know. Like, so – the person that scares me on Michael's team. But, I mean, it's also like – I'll say this. I'll say it this way. I think I'll win if Caleb Sutton doesn't score a touchdown tonight. If Sutton comes out in the fourth quarter and scores a touchdown, I lose. I'm going to say I mean, that. You're dodging a bullet by Allen not playing, and I'm super surprised that he doesn't have Herbert in the lineup for the Bears. Super surprised by this. This I mean, dude, this dude know, ripped and, off points last week, and he, he looked great. Like, he Damian, didn't just look good. He looked great. And Damian Williams hadn't cleared protocol. But who no. do you play him over now? Waddle, I guess. I mean, but Waddle's a great matchup. I'm scared of Waddle. I think you go with the touches there. I mean, I, I, I mean, I probably would too. But that Tampa Bay defense is really tough, though. I probably would have actually played um, Herbert over Sutton, to be honest. Yeah. 
But he couldn't do that. I mean, do it now. He's going, but he's also, but you got to assume at that point, like Damian Williams is going to get cleared to play. I don't know. After his performance last week, I I mean, I don't know. So who'd you pick? I picked me if Sutton doesn't score a touchdown. Okay. And if Sutton scores a touchdown, I pick Michael. Yeah, Sutton's not going to score. All right, let's move on. Four and two matchup versus a two and four matches. Battle of the PPs. Pittman versus his. And let's see if they have anyone going tonight. At the moment, they don't, but Pittman does have a solid team name going for him. <laughs> <laughs> Frog in the shirt. That's crazy. Uh, she did not age well. Just put, um, just put my man on blast on a oh Wednesday, on a Wednesday, just sending shit out. Just here's the funny thing. <laughs> so, so he's had to play. Piz has had to play Pittman like two of the last three weeks, kind of like I got burned into a couple of weeks ago. And the, the funny thing was, when Pittman first played Piz, he just annihilated them <laughs> with his his team name at the time, which had something to do with I don't know. Um, Lannister or something. Yeah. The little Lannister guy. And and I remember talking with Brad over the week and he's like Did they just play? They just played and now they're turning around and playing again? Two weeks yeah, it's two out of the last three weeks. I had to I did the same thing with him already. I think the commissioner is doing something. That's I don't know crazy. what it is. I've already played Pittman twice already. Um I've already played Rusty twice, yeah. That's crazy. And yeah, it's two two easy victories there. Um <laughs> So, so I was talking with Brad. He's like, "Yeah, I I didn't really have a good comeback, so I just didn't touch my name." And the same thing happened this week. <laughs> no good comeback. He leaves his name in there, digs in a blanket. He's got nothing. He's getting throttled on names. I think he gets throttled this week too. Yeah, no, I don't think it's close with this one. I think everybody. Pittman comes back after his loss against Jazz and uh, stays atop the uh, Cupcake Division. Yeah, everybody's everybody knows about. All right, sorry, GMs. There, kind of lost connection here. We'll try and revisit where I was at. I think I was talking about Pittman playing uh, Piz two out of the last three weeks and just annihilating him on his team name. And same thing happened. I, you know, Piz was talking to me over the week in the first week they played, and he's like, "I had nothing to come back with." And so I just left my team name as is. <laughs> and same thing happened this week. Here he is again, frogging the German tank against, you know, digs in a blanket. Nothing changed. And he, I think he just, you know, got throttled again in team name and has no comeback and chalk one up for Pittman and his uh, creativity there. And I think it stays the same. I think he ends up taking the victory too. Uh, I, I, I don't see how how Piz can beat him here. I think he comes back after a loss from Chaz and, and takes it to, takes it to Piz and, and, and wins this one. What do you think? Yeah, we don't even, I mean, I mean, I don't know if I necessarily, I mean, I guess I kind of feel bad, but I mean, Pittman's got Schultz on a bye, Herbert on a bye, Kareem Hunt hurt, Stefan Diggs on a bye, Kittle on our, Chris Carson on our, McCaffrey <laughs> on our, his entire bench is either on a buy or on IR. So I don't know what Piz is going to do if Alex Collins rolls out on Monday and is not able to play. How about Tua? 
He might be okay. Atlanta's defense is not good. How about think- Julio? Julio's Hula, yeah, he's questionable. Tua will play. Tua's going to play. But Julio, why Why would you put uh, – I guess Tua can be a dual threat with the running aspect. But. Well, I mean, it's, a, it's the matchup. You know, you know Pazel hates Atlanta, so he's okay yeah. with those guys. But I'm with you. I, I just – I don't see how this is going to be uh, – yeah, I don't – I don't. yeah, this is – yeah. Piz needs to start, like, kind of getting creative with some – Trade conversations. I think you think this role, like, oh do you yeah. Think, do you think this one could be? Yeah. I don't think it'll it'll get to the rusty Michael area where it was like a hundred and two points. I but think I, no, I wouldn't say that. I I think it's definitely going to get to a point to where Monday's going to roll around and Alex Collins is going to end up being inactive, and it's not going <laughs> to be. There's not going to be a point for Brad to like try to pick up a player to see if he can make up the 48 points that he's down. If you all right, if you had to bet your paycheck, would you bet would would you take the bet that's that Pizel scores over a hundred points this week? Paycheck. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm looking. I'm looking. We're at not talking five dollars. Yeah. I don't know if I can do it. I'd stay. I, I, I'd think, stay I think, away. I think I'd probably stay away. It's a good line. It's a good line. I'd probably take the under. Sure. I mean, it would come down to like if the Bucks D is going to score like twenty plus points. And they could. But I'm, I might would have to take the under with also factoring in like Alex Collins might not play. Julio Jones might not play. Yeah. This, yeah, this one's going to be ugly. I mean, it's, it's got potential for like – what? do you even know what the lowest score ever recorded I is? That was one of my other questions I was going to ask one time. Well, on the flip side of like the – I don't know what it is now because I know it's changed. So we can only compare to like – the past what four or five years when we added like the second flex or whatever. I think it's three years. Yeah, three or four. I don't know. We might yeah. have to go back in this 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 starting lineup this week could compete with that. I thought mine last week was bad, but who? Who? <laughs> but I will I think... say this. I'll say this for Brad. He's about to go into this week with no fucks given. Because there's no expectations on this roster that you're rolling. That's how I was last week. I loved it. I, it was, it was, it was so lifting of just going into a week where you didn't have like expect a whole lot from somebody, and you're like, yeah, I'm probably gonna not win this week. But he's probably the same. Set it and forget it and go yeah, enjoy the pumpkin like, eh, patch. Yeah, let's see what happens. Yeah. Oh wow, I got a chance. But you never know. Yeah. But yeah, I'm with bleak. you. I don't, yeah, I don't. I don't see it. All right, let's move on. Final matchup of the week seven matchups here. And we have a battle of the bottoms here. Rusty one and five to Brian's two and four. Thielen gave her slow cooking. Currently at the moment, my iPad isn't working. And so the teams aren't coming up. If I had to take a guess, I would say that Brian is favored in this matchup. Um, but I don't know. So Jared, do you see anything there? And I lost you. 
and fucking testes. That's great. Fuck. All right, there God, you go. God, we're having some fucking technical issues this week. So I'm having the same technical issues. Um, let's restart that in five, four, three, two. One. All right, here we go. Bottom of the battle of the bottoms. Brian versus Rusty. A two and four matchup against a one and five matchup. Currently, my iPad is not working, so I do not see if anyone is having anyone going. Actually, it is right now. Looks like Brian has five points and Rusty has ten points, although I can't click on it to see where those points are coming from. But if I had to guess, Brian is probably favored in this one based on Rusty's previous five games. So, that being said, barely favored. Is he? Where's he getting his points from? Fill me in here. He's, the he's host current, lost internet connection. He's currently like as live projection. He's favored by one. So we're not. Where's he getting his price? points from? Multiple guys, one guy. Well, I mean, right now, I mean. I mean, he's got Landry going, who's got five, and Rusty has Fant and Denver's defense going, and they have ten. So he's got so, two guys going for ten points. Yeah, so the live projection right now has Brian winning by one. That's prior, prior to that, they were both in the 112 area. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, so do not, these guys not, get to over 100? I don't know. This might be the rock fight of the, the week. My goodness. So, I mean, there's what, some rough rosters looking. Would you rather just throw up in your mouth a little bit than watch I mean, this matchup? I mean, I'm probably not going to pay attention. The next time I look at this matchup, it's probably going to be next Thursday, Jeff. <laughs> I can't even pull it up. The matchup's so bad. Yeah, it's so bad. One it. It's like, nah, it's like, nah, you're good. It's like, don't you, don't wanna, you don't want to look. It's like, ah, you're, don't throw worry up. about it. Don't worry don't about, worry about it. it. Yeah, don't worry about it. We got to pick someone, though. We got to pick someone here. Oh, this is where you kind of look and see if, like, who's going to have, like, one or two guys that are probably going to maybe be the guy to differentiate. I'm going to go with Brian. And I think the two guys that are going to be the guys are going to be Daryl Henderson with the Rams. or He's going to run on the the Lions. Eight points a week. And then I think Travis Kelsey is going to go off. I think this is going to be a big Kelsey week mm. against the Titans. And I think he uh, he's going to deliver. And I think those are the two guys that are going to carry Brian and send Rusty to one and six. Interesting. I mean, if, I mean, if Rusty goes to one and six, is that is – that, Is, is that, it over? Start, I mean, are we starting to get to the point where, like, all GMs are, like, going to be like, okay, at least I'm not going to finish last. No. Because here's why. Because we picked Pittman to beat Piz, and he'll be sitting at two and five. And one and six is one loss away from two and five. That's true. So I think for like for me and for content. And so for, Brad would be the only one worried. <laughs> Everybody else would not. True. But still, I think Brian would still be worried. I think anyone sitting at three and three would still be worried too. You think that? I mean, people can go on runs here and you know pull off a couple victories. Yeah, I don't think anyone's safe until you know. I would say the guys sitting at four and two, you guys are safe. I would say that. Uh, we'll see. I don't know. My team. Yeah, we'll see. But three and three, I'm still nervous. I mean, I want to get to. 
I think you got to get to like seven or eight wins to eliminate yourself. Um, but I like content and if we can have Pittman beat Piz and Brian beat Rusty, Brian goes to three and four, Rusty goes to two and five, Piz goes to two and five. That's a lot of content for the podcast. I guess that's true. So I am going to take, and then with Brad's, you know, IR issues and buy, buy, buy McGeddon the next couple weeks. <laughs> Who the fuck knows what's going to happen? I'm going to take Rusty this one. I bet that was a surprise for people. Kind of. Yeah. I'm going to take even, Rusty on for this Rusty. One. Probably for Rusty too. I'm going to take him to pull this victory off. I don't know how. Um, especially after his performance tonight. But I think he pulls it. We'll see what happens. Interesting. Well, boys, hope you enjoyed the podcast this week. It's good to hear you, your voice again. Jared, thanks for back. rejoining us. Back better than ever. Uh, hopefully we don't have any other issues throughout the rest of the year. But, you know, we got to take some time off for the family every once in a while. So, But that'll do week's episode of hot routes and hot takes fantasy football podcast jared take it home dodge injuries and guess right not you michael Thank you for listening to the Hot Routes and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast. Just a reminder, if you'd like to get in touch with us, there's a way to do that. Please go to the website, anchor.fm, or even easier, download the Anchor app and search Hot Routes and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast. There, what you can do is leave us a voice message. If we like what we hear, we will play it on next week's pod. Also, in terms of distribution... We can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Podcast, and Radio Public. We are here to meet all of your platforms and wherever you listen to your podcast. But if you want the exclusive recording, please listen to your podcast on the Anchor app. For all of us here at the Hot Routes and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast, Dodge Injuries, and guess right.